Donnie, low runner. back roasties uh the final episode of let it ride for 2023 sad time but a happy time as well because we've got one of the best grand final in a world cup uh that we will see for a long time with samoa and australia going head to head early sunday morning which is uh we'll get to that as well but joined as always by the great elliot lovejoy how are you my friend I'm a bit sad because I know that once we're done today, you'll do your usual and, and ghost me for two years and then you message me when you need something again and this vicious cycle of a one-sided friendship continues. I'll hit you up like magic round, just uh, you yeah. know, one beer and then fuck you off again. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, mate, it's, fun, mate. I appreciate you having me. Mate, it has, no, it has been. It's been good to get you back and, and have a bit of yep. banner and a bit of chat. Um, So yep. appreciate you jumping in. It is a sad time because... Yeah. Uh, last time we'll, we'll chat for a while, but uh, mate, I'll, I promise I won't ghost you. I'll, I'll keep you in my contacts. I'll, yeah, we'll I'll hit you up, uh, maybe for we'll some see. golf advice because you were what one shot off a hundred um, the other week, weren't you? Yeah, and then I had a really bad, bad day this past Sunday. I noticed. I saw the club getting smashed. Yeah, it was my first ever. I tell you what, you never feel smaller as a man than after you smash a club. But the, the moment you do it, it feels great. Once it's actually broken, you're picking up the pieces and, and, and having a quick funeral in the water. It's uh, it's very belittling. I don't recommend it. And then you realize you have to fork out another couple of hundred dollars to replace the club. And... Which I've just done. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's it's not pleasant, mate. Good, it isn't good. Good times. Yeah. But speaking of finales, now, mm. you actually, you brought this up the other week and I, I just wanted to touch on it. You mentioned just in a passing comment, uh, Mr. Inbetween. Um, yep. And I, I should have tapped into it when, when you said it, but that is one of my all-time favourite, uh, not just Australian shows, but um, shows in general. It is absolutely a brilliant show. And its finale um, is up there with the greatest finales in TV history, in my opinion. What I just want to, you know, just talk about it real quick because you, you brought it mm. up. How do you, yeah. rate, do you rate that show? Like, it is one of oh. the greats. It's it's easily for me the best Australian show I've ever seen. Uh, but as you said, it, it's right up there with the rest of the world. It's just uh, you've got to watch it. It's on yeah. binge. I don't even want to try and sell it to people. I think you just watch three episodes. They're short apps. It's it's a phenomenal show. You can it get is. you can get through that whole series in a weekend if you binge yep. it, like right? Because it's yeah, it's it, twenty minute episodes. I think like maybe the the max in a in a season is like thirteen or something. So yep. smash through it. I, I recommend it, but. That oh. that finale, that last five ten minutes of that show, I've yeah. I've watched, I've watched it twice all the way through. But I think I've watched that probably ten to fifteen times. If I'm feeling down, I'll just go and yep. click on it and just watch that last five ten minutes because it is some of the most suspenseful. Uh, yep. His he the mannerisms from the actors. I'm not going to give too much away, but the mannerisms for mm. some of those characters in that is just phenomenal and gets you like pumped up. Like it. You're feeling down, just go watch that, you know, watch that whole series first, but then watch that last five, 10 minutes because it ends on one of the best endings um, of all time. Hopefully, we get another good one this weekend with Australia Samoa. We're going to get to that uh, shortly. But 
Some news around the NRL, mate. Uh, oh, this is uh, international footy, but uh, Golden Boot winners were announced uh, this morning. Yep. We had uh, England's uh, Sebastian uh, Bashara. Hopefully I'm saying that right. In the wheelchair rugby league, took out the Golden Boot there. Um, Racine McGregor, the first uh, Kiwi player to win both the Dally M and the Golden Boot in the same year. Uh, so congratulations to her. And Joey Manu, centre, turned fullback for the Kiwis. Dominated the position in the World Cup yep. and and takes it out um, for 2022, mate. His stats, like you just look at his World Cup, six six games, three tries, averaging nearly 300 meters per game, and like 10 to average 10 tackle breaks per game, six try involvements. Mm-hmm. There was one game where he played five eight and still had three try involvements. So phenomenal stuff from from Joe Manu, mate. Yeah, it just and as a human being too, there's. Nothing about him that isn't likable. Everything he does on and off the field, you can't fault him. If you're a young kid uh, that wants to be like any player, watch Joey Manu, pay attention to, to everything he does off the ball as, as well as on it. He's, uh, he's a tremendous advertisement for the game as well um, and, and, and certainly well-deserved. I'm, I'm a massive fan. What about Trent Robinson at the Roosters? He has the best fullback in the game, the best fullback mm-hmm. that's not playing fullback, in Joe yeah. Manu and the next yeah. best fullback of the game, probably like far out. Like, yeah, and, and sport for choice. Arguably, arguably the best back rower in the game, and Angus Crichton too. He's um, he's going okay. Going all right. He's he's got a few. Yeah. Uh, and, and that Brandon Smith guy coming along, he's not bad either. Uh, I've heard he, I've heard good things about him. I'm, I'm, yeah, they, they might. Don't be know if okay. I've never seen him play, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> could have a breakout year in twenty twenty three. I think. Oh wow. Mate, close to the home for you, uh, Hastings. Mm. We were going to talk about the Hastings Clemmer potential uh, swap, but it's been confirmed this morning that uh, Hastings is off to the Knights till the end of twenty twenty five, I believe, and yep. Clemmer to the Tigers for three years, um, starting next year, and for a, an option of a fourth year as well. Um, yep. As a Knights fan, give us your initial thoughts. Uh, as a Knights fan, my initial thoughts way back when, when we were chasing Luke Brooks, uh, with no disrespect to Luke, I like him as a player and a bloke. Uh, I was kind of hoping we might have been looking at Jackson, but thought he might have been locked up. Um, and it's it's transpired quickly. You, you, we only really heard about Jackson's visit to Newey as it happened, which is only, it was less than a week ago. Um, I know that Joey had had a couple of words to him as well, and the deals happen really quickly. It's a straight swap. Clem goes to the Tigers. Their forward pack is going to be unbelievable next year. Uh, and and for Newcastle, who are in desperate need of a dominant Mitchell Pierce style half, uh, you know, uh, Jackson isn't at the levels that, that Mitch had gotten to in his career yet, but he has an opportunity to do so. And you were, before we jumped on today, the opportunity has to to learn off Joey as well and, and work with KP is really exciting for him and for the fan base. There's so much about Jackson I like. Mate, I know like um, fantasy super coach isn't like the be all end all of judging of a player, but um, yep. David Clemmer's stats, you know, uh, super coach and, and fantasy were his best of his career, right? So yep. st- statistically speaking, he's had one of his best years. Still 28. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still got age on his side. He's got that origin experience. He's got that aggression that Tigers fan uh, Tigers need. Uh, I think it's a it's a great win for them to get him. Um, I yep. think it's a loss in losing um, Jackson Hastings because he was one of their best players when they struggled. They were 0-5 to start the year. He comes in, uh, moves to halfback, and you know, wins a couple of big games for them. Like, yes, their whole season was a bit of a, 
you know, <laughs> throw away and with the wooden Jamal's spoon and everything, right? But he showed promising signs that, you know, as halfback, he wanted to lead that side and get the ball in his hands yep. as much as possible and, and try and win the game. Gets moved to, to lock, and that's where Sheen saw him, you know, going forward. Obviously not probably his best position, his injuries and things like that. But, um, yeah, I thought he was a he was a game winner. And I think, you know, the Knights win big with him moving there. KP is going to be the massive winner from him as well um, with him moving to six. And we've spoken about it um, off camera as well with, you know, who's going to play one for the Knights. Um, you know, there the, the could be rumors of another player heading there. Um, but all in all, this, I think it's a win-win for both clubs. I think, you know, they, they lose something, but they also gain something, you know, maybe, maybe better. I'm not sure, but I think it's a win-win for both clubs. Yeah, and, and look, Tim, if you're a Tigers fan, Tim Sheens is not an idiot, you know, and him and Benji and co quite obviously like what they have with Luke Brooks and whatever they can use around him. So they'll be okay. Their forward pack, as I said, will be absolutely outstanding. And, and Appy Coruscant will be the driver behind everything. For Newcastle, probably two of the main things I love about the Hastings signing. One is I think mental fitness and toughness is something we've missed in the halves for a long time. And I mean that with no disrespect to anyone that's played in those positions. But when the going gets tough, I think a lot of our recent halves have disappeared in big moments. And I don't think Jackson does that, uh, which is what I really like about him. The other side of it is, and I know Tigers fans will will attest to this, the engagement he has with the fans will make him absolutely loved in that Newcastle region that, that breathes rugby league, as you know, yep. um, even that the, you head on Twitter today, there's that many mums and dads posting photos and videos of when Jackson had, had called their kids for their birthday or done a special message or handed out a Jersey or sent out something after a game going, going the extra mile. And, and, and I love that. It's a really important part of the game. And, and if Jackson buys into Newcastle, which he, he will, he will be revered as a god there. They will love him. I remember um, this year, like him doing uh, paper scissors rock with a with a fan to try and get his jersey. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, the the fan doing the paper scissors rock to try and get Jackson's jersey. Yeah, seeing yeah. that on camera, seeing the like you said, yeah, the engagement that he has with the fans, he yeah. he's he's going to be well liked very early um, in, yeah. in that. Uh, at that uh, organisation. So I think, yeah, massive win for them. I think they, uh, you know, they, they lose Clemmer, which, you know, do you think, you know, that the blow up with the trainer, you know, had much to do with it or? No, I I don't think that we, at Newcastle would have been able to offer Clem uh, an extra couple of years. I, I don't think he would have stuck around that long, even if the trade hadn't happened. Mate, I, I think there's a misconception around David Clem. And I, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, this sums up the kind of bloke he is. He's the world's gentlest giant. He drives culture at a club in the best possible way. You ask the Saifidi boys, they will, he's a god to him. You know what I mean? He, yeah, yeah. They'll sing his praises forever. But they were in Townsville uh, last year. Obviously, he'd play the Cowboys, and there was an open training session where a few Cowboys fans and kids were there. And um, David didn't know who they were, but Matty Bowen's kids were at this session. And David stuck around for about half an hour after training, kicking a footy with these kids. He ended up signing his boots and giving them to him as well. Um, and there are multiple stories like this that do the rounds. I think I think Clem is one of the great misunderstood gentle giants of the game. And he'll bring that to the Tigers as well, mate. He He's a really good bloke and he's a good get. As you said, he's only 28. He's still got at least three years of his best footy in front of him. So 
Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any dramas for the Tigers there. And as I said, Sheen's not an idiot. He knows what he's doing with this halves. They'll definitely improve. Not that they can go backwards. They'll definitely improve this year or next year's next season. Unfortunately, they can go backwards. They can go to 17th, not 16th, but uh, hopefully, well, hopefully did, they I won't. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I no. didn't think of that. Yeah. Um, okay. No, but uh, you, yeah, look, uh, you're right. Like, they're not idiots, and, and he comes in mm. um, with that experience, you know. Yep. Always wanting to impress at a new club as well. So mm. I think they're going to get the best out of him really early. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a loser in this trade. I think both are nah. winners. Um, yeah. Both improved. So, yeah, look, uh, excited for both here. So, mate, on to Samoa. Now, is Samoa just start with them making the final? Is yeah. that the is this the biggest thing in international football? I know, I like, if you go... If I you can go, remember, yes. Yeah, if you go back, even like Tonga beating Australia, uh, yeah. what, three years ago, 2019, just before COVID, like, they had a massive run, and who who knows what would have happened if we didn't have COVID, but... Yep. Um, you know, that was a massive achievement then, but I think this, they've, you know, they beat they beat Tonga. They've they're now beaten England. They're now the first yep. tier two nation to make a final of a World Cup, which has been yep. dominated by the the big four, I suppose. Um I, just, I think it is. Like in my recent memory, it, it you know, uh not going back and, and seeing the, the, the World Cups of the eighties or the the seventies before that. Um, I think it's the biggest thing in international football. It's a mate of mine, he runs an online uh, clothing business that's all Samoan based and, and that kind of thing. And I was chatting to him about it because he was born in, in Samoa and and I know he's been elated throughout the tournament. And, and he's honest about it. And I think we need to be. The Samoan rugby league team internationally has been disappointing for a really, really long time. Uh, and I know they haven't had availability to all of their best players, but they've underperformed for yep. over a decade to do what they've done this tournament after what happened in the first game, I think will go down as the best international rugby league story of all time. Yes. They, they got done by 60 to yeah. go on then and end up beating that team that got them do what they did against, uh, against Tonga, no matter what happens in this final, it's an incredible achievement. It's, it's a wonderful story. It's the kind of story that, you know, in 50 years' time, Drum Luai can tell to his grandkids and, and that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. uh, it, it's a great yarn. You see, like, all the videos of, you know, people around Samoa, people around Western Sydney, people in Brisbane, yep. out celebrating all hours of the morning, um, just having a great time, waving their flags around. Um, even videos, I think uh, Brian Toho shared one this morning of someone's grandmother who's, like, was born in 1932, who you know woke up early just to watch this game? She said, you know, didn't want to miss it. Um, she's just yeah, everyone's getting behind it, and I just think it's mm -hmm. something magical. Um, you know, even as an Australian fan, like I, you know, follow Australia, I, I, I want to see them win, but something in me just goes, you know, I sort of want to see them win even more. And I think yeah. if they win, it would ring Hollywood. We're going to make, be making a movie about it. It will be a, a Hollywood feature film, in my opinion. And I want to. I want to. What yeah, are your thoughts? If have you got any players or any actors that you think could could uh, play these players? Uh, I mean, you got to be boring, and I'll steal the rock before you do. Um, he, he's got. <laughs> he's he's got to be play, in there. Yeah, well, he's got to play. You know, I don't know, Junior Parlo, doesn't he? He's got to play the captain. Uh, yep. It's it's almost Invictus style with uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, uh, about yeah. the South African rugby team, and then you, your wingers. I think you have to get the uh, who are the two wrestling brothers? Put them oh, on either wing. Jimmy and Jay Uso. 
Yep, yep. Put them yep. on either wing. Um, Jerome. Whoever well, plays Jerome. Yeah. J- Jason Momoa for Jerome Luai. Uh, he's a he's a hair. big six, mate. He's a he big, six. big six. Is he? He doesn't quit. <laughs> yeah. A massive six. Um, yeah. I had I had Stephen Crichton. I had Will Smith yeah. just slapping the shit out of other centers. Um, <laughs> we we had uh, yeah. He said he said yeah. the Rock for yeah. Junior Paul. He could have had uh, Terry yeah. Crews as well. Big you know big body. Yeah. Um, can, but there's, can, oh, can we fit Kevin Hart in there anyway? Because Brian, he needs to be in every movie with the Rock. Brian Tuttle. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> no, the ultimate pest. No, I could see that. I was thinking maybe he could be Milford, but he's no. Okay, I like that one. Um, there's also an actor, you've got to look him up. His name's Charlie Melton, starred in yep. some Riverdale show. Um, okay. He's a dead set ringer for Joseph Suwali. Get him in there. Um, okay. Yeah, he would uh, He would definitely be playing Joey in in a remake, in a, in a Hollywood film of Samara mm. upsetting the Australians if they do it this weekend. So, Who would play uh, Matt Parrish, the coach? You need someone a little bit unlikable. Oh, what's the guy from uh, Home Alone? Daniel Stern. He's got that okay. crazy yeah, hair as well. Yeah. Not a bad shout. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Um, mate, on to the game. Let's get on to the game. Let's talk about yeah. this. Uh, Australia v Samoa. Now, Australia minus 17.5 favourites, over and under 44.5. Now, I want to start with this first thing. I want to say, change the time. It's 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. We need it <laughs> later. Right? Yeah. We know during COVID, they could just change everything on a on a whim, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 3 a.m. here in Australia. I think it'll be like 5 a.m. in um, Samoa, which is not too bad for them, but um, it's the biggest audience here in rugby league here in Australia or in the Southern Hemisphere. Just change the time. Mm-hmm. Make it a little bit later for us. You know, 5 o'clock would be fine. You know, If you can do 6.30, absolutely perfect, but 5 o'clock would be fine. Um, 3 a.m. is just ridiculous. Change the time. Well, especially if you're an NFL fan, you're going to go from a disgusting early Sunday to a disgusting early Monday as well. So I know. Uh, but at least this is the last one. Yes. Yeah. Um, get a sleep in. Off to bed early on, on uh, Sunday night. Um, yep. Is the Australians chopping and changing of their team during the tourney going to hurt them, come back and bite them? Or is it just a lock for them to win here? What are you, what are you thinking? I think they win. I think some I'll cover. I, I think there's maybe a couple of tries in it. Yep. Um, but I, I do I do think it, it hurt them uh, on the weekend. I didn't think. Didn't think Australia looked particularly good in attack. I saw a lot of bagging for Nathan Cleary. I actually thought he was pretty good. He ran the ball really well, particularly towards the back end. But they just looked a little bit clunky. And and look, that's a hard gig. Malmeninga's got. I mean, Malmeninga has the best squad in the world at his fingertips, right? Yeah. And he's rotating plays in and out, which you have to do throughout a tournament. Um, but they they have looked clunky and. and the Cleary Munster situation hasn't been quite as smooth as as they would have hoped, but um, it, it's pretty hard to do that when they've only really had one full game together. I think um, you, you said uh, like Cleary, his first game head to head against Jerome Luai as well. Yeah, uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, they're talking a lot of chirping. I think they both, you know, will try and get under each other's skins, which will be very interesting. Um, but yeah, it has been clunky with Cleary and, and Munster, so they'd be very interesting to see what happens. Again, they had more errors than their opposition last week, um, the, uh, yep. the Kiwis, which makes it now like four out of the five games or something. So um, yeah, it's, they have been clunky. I, I'm with you. I think Samoa cover the seven and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I think they've got a couple of tries in them against the against the Aussies. The Aussies haven't, like we said, haven't been perfect. So um, they, they're probably going to let in a couple of tries. So I think they they keep within. 
the three try margin what they have it at. Um, like I said, I'm an Australian and I don't like seeing them lose, but a Samoa win would absolutely do mental things uh, for the sport. <laughs> yeah. It would shake the game uh, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I, I sort of want to see that. Um, I sort of worry a little bit about Samoa backing up against that uh, after that epic um, semi-final mm. in England. Um, yep. We know like sometimes it feels like they've played a grand final before the grand final. Um, mm. Australians were always expected to get here where Samoa is like, there's a lot of pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, can they find that energy just one more time? Look, as much as I'd love to see them win again, I, I think it, it's, it, it'll be tighter than uh, what, what the bookies are giving it. So that's why I'll take Samoa to cover. Um, yeah, some interesting match. Shout out to uh, Tim Lafay as well. Uh, Samoa, oh, people forget. Yeah, people forget like he wasn't included in the original squad. They have a bunch of players go down with injuries. He gets called mm. up, comes in after the first game. So they're already down 60 to 6 against England. He comes in. Mm. He's had an absolutely phenomenal tournament. And, you know, he's, he's one of their one of their um, players of the tournament, in my opinion. So, yeah, shout out to him for, for doing good things. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be special, um, this one. I cannot wait. 3 a.m. Uh, Sunday morning. Not looking forward to that, but looking forward to the game. Are you got any try scorers? I know we've got no uh, team list up yet, but you got any I'm gonna go, standouts? You got any value you can see? I'm going to go both fullbacks to score, so Ali'i and I'm going to go Teddy as well. Uh, and, and Angus Crichton is, is probably my favorite one ever and, and Mr. Reliable, so I'll probably jump into him and, and bundle something up in a multi, I think. Um, but that battle of the fullbacks is is an outstanding one. Like Teddy Again. and, and Sorry. Yeah. yeah, just forget about that. Well, forgot about that one. Like that's another great head to head matchup mm. that um, you know, we've got the young kid, young upstart that wants to yep. wants to play fullback at the club as well. So, you know, lots lots of um great storylines in this in this matchup. So me, I'm looking at Martin and uh Jaden Sewer for try scorers. I think there's some value there in Liam Martin playing outstanding football. Uh, Wasn't he good against... I thought he was their best player against New Zealand. He was uh, absolutely outstanding. Um, so I think there's value there for him and Jaden Sewer as well. He scored a couple mm. a couple there. Yep. So I'm looking at the edges. I think there'll be a bit of value there. Um, but yeah, absolutely looking forward to this one. Cannot wait. Um, mm. but yeah, uh, as always, uh, just two nuffies with their picks. Not uh, to be taken as gambling advice. There are better ways to spend your money. Uh, than following okay. us, but uh, I'm on a cold streak. To I'm on a. I had a hot start. I have been cold ever since. I think week one was brilliant. Ever since then, I've just been emptying my pockets. It's been bad. Well, last week I said both games, either team under ten points, and which which got up and Samara at uh, what four twenty. Yeah. I think they ended up being a kickoff. So and, and I muffed both of them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't listen to me. Um. Now, before we go, I just want to quickly uh, say this. Um, my home area of uh, Central West, New South Wales, going through some bad flooding at the moment. Uh, Forbes Parks and Yagara. Um, people have lost everything, including um, some lives. So firstly, my condolences mm-hmm. to um, to anyone that's gone through that. Uh, thoughts are with with you. Please, everyone, uh, stay safe and away from the water. Just, just stay away from it. Uh, for anyone, anyone in the area that can help, uh, my brother and sister-in-law, We'll be doing a run from Griffith up to Parks next Monday. So if you can, um, they'll be collecting supplies, uh, donations, anything uh, that you may think they need, water, um, any mattresses, blankets, whatever it is. Uh, if you're able to help out, I'll put the description in the in the bio here. Um, get in contact and, and help out as much as you can. But for everyone, please stay safe and uh, look after yourselves. But um, yeah, 
Elliot, thanks again, mate. It's been great. Mate, been my pleasure. I, no, I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah, you about more. that. Oh, we finish on such a good yeah. note. Oh, we end on love. Get uh, fucked. Yeah. Get fucked. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, see you, mate. Thanks, buddy. See you, bud. Let it ride. <laughs>